This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Recognize him from the last time you Googled a non-threatening white guy, co-host of the Big Money Show, Brian Brenberg. She was the only lawyer whose clients asked her to remain silent. Outnumbered co-host Emily Campagno. You know, critics said we'd never be able to book Time Out Magazine's Joke of the Year winner 2009. But here we are. <laughs> WesternRazor.com owner, David Angelo. And finally, she's like a pretzel, twisted, salty, and better when smothered in hot mustard. Fox News contributor, Cat Tip. <laughs> So, David, why the hat? What's on your head? Well, you know, Greg, I've come on the show several times, and I'm always pumping the Western Razor Company, and I figure, you know what? I don't need to keep saying it. Let's just, let's just put it up here, get it out of the way, and then we can get down to business. It's not doing very well, is it? Yeah, you know, we, we can, <laughs> I'm living in the YMCA, and... Uh, <laughs> but you know what? We're talking about balloons here. You make razors. You must have your own. You could have probably solved this problem much faster than our doddering president. Well, you know, I think uh, our operation is part of the reason why they sent that over here. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Made in America razors? Come on, we're threatening the entire industry. <laughs> They're a little worried. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. But, you know, the weirdest thing about this mm-hmm. is, like, all you had to do is send a balloon over to spy. Yeah. Like, why did we make... U2s. Why yep. did we do Esther? We made the fastest plane in history to fly over Russia. Gary, Francis Gary Powers, you know. Yes. This whole thing. All we had to do was go to Party City. Yep. <laughs> lob one over Leningrad. Well, it's true. Why did we work so hard? It is. That, where's my money? Well, that's the thing. It's like we got cheated. I, it's a huge balloon, too. I would have loved. I love big balloons. Don't you, Emily? Big balloons are fun. And they've used this fun for evil. I hate China for what they've done to our balloons. What do you think? They've ruined every birthday party from now. <laughs> yes. What do you think about the public? Going up, watching it, and then the media turning it into the, uh, some kind of blame game. What do you make of this? Yeah, I think, well, I think that the administration is trying to turn this into a success story for President Biden mm-hmm. when it's anything but. Because what we do know, so it entered our airspace. Three days later, he was informed. Was that because he wasn't trusted with the information? Is it because he doesn't have the respect of our defense and intelligence mm-hmm. communities? I'm not sure. But then he said he told them to shoot it down right away, which either they ignored or had a better plan. Either way, his fragility is on full display here. And 
first of all, I miss Secretary Pompeo and President Trump so much because under their watch, this would not have happened. The instant something from the CCP entered our airspace, violated international law and then our sovereign airspace, it would have been shot down over the Pacific, not the Atlantic. So the fact that he now pats himself on the back and says this is a success after it's collected who knows what um, you know, intelligence, files of intelligence on, on the entire continental U.S., there's nothing successful about it. And the Chinese must have known we would shoot it down, which means it was worth it. Whatever modicum up to a huge amount of surveillance that they got during that journey was worth it to them, which means it was getting a whole hot, a whole hell of a lot more than we expect. And I also think that it provides this sort of visual representation of what China has been doing for us for years, which is infiltrating our sovereign nation at any point from cybersecurity to physical bases, our education system. TikTok. Uh, everything. Everything. Everything Emily. they Razors. have invaded Ra us. Razors. <laughs> Razors. Yeah. Lawn furniture. There you go. Now we just have the visual representation for it. So I hope that we keep our fingers in the sky, the middle one. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, is, um, she is filthy. Uh, Brian, welcome to the show. This is your first Thank time. Thank you. I'm so it's glad to be long, here. It's been a long time coming, but, you know, I've heard good things. I'm glad you could do the balloon thing 20 times when I came, too. That's really great. <laughs> kids at home will love that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. What do you, uh, do you think this could have been handled better? Well, there's so many excuses being made, and most of them are really bad. But the worst one is that there's no room in Montana to take this down. Like, Montana is the Atlantic Ocean of states, okay? If you can take a balloon down, you can do it there. The Biden family must have never taken a road trip in Montana yeah. to believe that you couldn't do it. But before that, it was in Alaska. This thing was in the Aleutian Islands, a Chinese spy balloon, and they knew about it there for two days, yeah. and they didn't do anything. Of all the excuses they've made, the worst one is that they couldn't have acted preemptively. They could have. And as a result, China got who knows what kind of intelligence from this. They saw how attractive our mule, our, our moose are. <laughs> how do you say plural of moose? Meese. Meese? Yeah. <laughs> really? Not just that. It's not. He had me there for a minute there. <laughs> he, did. he did. But there is an argument, Kat, that if we were to shoot them down, what if it was filled with, like, COVID spores or something mm. like that? Or it was filled with something that, if you detonated, would explode and then kill everybody. But then in Alaska and Montana, that's 12 people. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. oh. I'm kidding. I love those people. Sometimes say I love them too much. I have some great customers in Montana. I'm not a, a spy balloon expert. <laughs> but I should have been. Yes. <laughs> because I could have been in these meetings when they were like designing this thing. I could have been like, hey, guys, mm -hmm. it's kind of big. <laughs> <laughs> It's not very sneaky. No, it isn't at all. It's not sneaky at all. Like, I didn't know what a spy balloon looked like, but now that I do, I mean... Yeah. Nothing else looks like that. Why does that have to be so big? I would think it would like, be... You'd have to make it smaller. Someone in the meeting somewhere should have said, hey, we should make it, maybe make it more smaller. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, when you wear a wire, they don't put, like, lights in it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, I, we're going to see it, but I, you know, again, not an expert, but that is a, a huge missed opportunity on my part. Yeah, that's true. You should be thinking <laughs> your career choices at, during this story. It's raised definitely more questions than it's answered, right? Yeah. Well, uh, you guys don't care anymore. <laughs> Just staring at me, and this is very awkward. <laughs>
All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie, formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services, marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now, you might be wondering, what exactly is Angie? Well, let me tell you. It's the nation's largest home services marketplace, connecting over 150 million homeowners with skilled professionals to tackle any project, big or small. As a homeowner myself, I always have things I want to work on for my house, whether it's general home renovations or fun projects like putting in a pool. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it a breeze to research, compare, and hire pros, ensuring every job is done well. Whether you're fixing a leaky faucet or planning a full kitchen renovation, Angie's got your back. And get this, folks. Angie's pros aren't just any old contractors. They're your neighbors, often running small businesses right in your community. Plus, they've been rated and reviewed by others in your area. So you know you're getting quality service. So why stress over home projects when you can turn to Angie? From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services. Welcome back. Shut up, everybody. (laughs) Flight attendants discuss why they wish you took the bus. Flight attendants are sharing what passenger behavior bothers them the most, inventing their frustration like most people do on a Facebook page. One of the top complaints was passengers failing to respond when flight attendants greet them, which I understand. You know, a piece of advice from yours truly, a pat on the ass goes a long way. <laughs> oh, sexist would say. They also don't appreciate when you board the plane while you're talking on the phone or FaceTiming someone. Other frustrating behaviors, not smiling or saying thank you when leaving the plane, probably because the entire experience of traveling sucked sucked the life out of you. Also, leaving headphones in while they're trying to tell you how to buckle a seatbelt. And let's not forget walking to the bathroom barefoot. I know. But again, how is Kat supposed to show off her extra toes? They also hate being tapped on the shoulder. (laughs) Wow, it's like they're asking you to pat them on the ass. (laughs) Wow, yet another sexist would say. One flight attendant posted this bizarre annoyance, bringing a half-dead, blinded, one-eyed chihuahua and slapping a service dog vest on it. (laughs) Well, excuse me, that's the last time I bring my own meal on board. (laughs) I eat little dogs. Emily, I bet you have the opposite problem with flight attendants. They're like, will that lady stop smiling at me? (laughs) She scares me. She's so cheerful. (laughs) Why weren't you a flight attendant? Why wasn't I? Yeah. Um, I had different, I had different. Goals? Passions. All right, next question. Uh, I think part of what is maybe frustrating about this list from the flight attendants is that if we weren't treated like cattle, we wouldn't treat you like a cattle prodder. It's the, uh, yes. Right? They, like, they got the recipe, they got the uh, prescription backwards. Totally. Like, do I greet my bus driver with like, oh, hey, Frank, how is it going? He's probably, get the F out of here, get to the back. So if we're treated like that on the planes, which are nothing more than a subway in the air, then I'm going to treat you probably the same way that I treat my subway driver, right? You don't exactly. make eye contact. Don't talk to me. I won't talk to 
you, everything's cool. Yeah, it's so a I class don't know, system now. Right, exactly. It's a class system. You can see it. You can see they treat people in different in different department uh, classes on the plane differently, and everybody sees this. What's the worst thing you've seen on the plane? I assume in business you travel a lot. Uh, it's probably stuff I've done, actually. I've got three kids, so I am the guy on those planes who everybody hates. And you're, you're, you're trying to keep your kids in their seat and, you know, not urinating on the person next to them. And that's very, very hard to I've do. I've never complained about that. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. You want to go on a trip together? Because I can help you complain about that. But here's the thing. I, when you're on a plane, like, okay, there's the one I understand. When you're, you're landing, you just landed. Everybody knows the rules. You don't get up until yeah. the plane has stopped. And there's that guy who gets up while the thing's still going like 80 miles an right. hour down the road. It's like, I don't really care that he's doing that, but you got to know if this isn't your first time flying, yeah. don't stand up. I could see a flight attendant getting a little up, you know, uptight about that. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David, uh, you've, been on, you've, you've been on a plane, right? Yeah, you know, I only fly private, so I don't really know what you guys are <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, people. But you yeah. only take balloons. That's the deal. <laughs> I fly Chinese balloons, and I, it gets me where I need to go. Keep the razor in your pocket. But yeah, that's no, how it gets down. That's right. I, I do fly a lot. You know, I just actually, I took the, late in the last night on the Southwest, I, I took the pink guy in. I mean, that's what, it, <laughs> that's what it's become. That's what it's become. Yep. And, uh, you know, it's, 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 the thing is, I can't be shocked. You know, when you live in New York, I'm yeah. not shocked by any of this behavior just compared mm -hmm. to the subway. Yeah. You go in there, it's like, oh, there's a, here's a naked fella with a knife. <laughs> You know, what are you going to do? Oh, your overhead bin was open? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it's true. We've all adjusted what we're willing to handle. We're just happy somebody's not spitting on us or, you know. You know what they should do is the, if the, the people are getting rowdy, the pilot should just do a sustained nosedive. <laughs> there you go. He can. You know, you ever, when there's rough turbulence, everyone behaves. And yeah, that's, that's the best. True. They are all praying. They're all quiet. <laughs> nice. Cat, should be should flight attendants be complaining as much as I mean, it's, we should be complaining more? I mean, yeah, I guess they can complain, but it, it, like, does anybody care? Yeah, I, I don't know. I really hope that like a smile from me is not going to make or break your day. <laughs> That'd be really sad. And also, like sometimes there's reasons not to make eye contact with them because if you make eye contact with them, then they'll tell you sit down. Yeah, and you have to pee sometimes. Yeah. I'm like, I can't hear you. No, I think the rule of thumb is if you got to pee, you just get up and pee. You get up and go and you don't make eye contact. You don't make eye contact. <laughs> like, sorry, don't I make eye contact. There. I thought I was the only yeah, one it's on this just like, It's like you can't stop me. What do you got? I would, if you got arrested for trying to pee, everybody would support you. Oh, I'd love that. Yeah, you yeah. would be like the Rosa Parks. <laughs> That'd be huge for my brand, actually. <laughs> there needs, we need to have a, like a political religious figure for people who have to pee a lot. I'm that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the guy. We're out of time. Thanks to Emily Campagno, Brian Brenberg, David Angelo, Kat our studio audience, watch this tonight with Dreamy Face Gallagher's next on Greg Gunfold and I Love You, America. I want to change this outro. Let's do something different tomorrow. Apparently. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox.